Welcome to Fourth and Two Strikes. I am your host, Cole Lanny, and today I'm kind of doing a hot mic, kind of instant reaction, maybe an overreaction to a game I just watched and just ended, an absolute pitiful, pitiful performance from my favorite NFL team, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I want to give a bit of the state of the nation as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan and want to give my opinion about the future of this franchise. The Pittsburgh Steelers lost today 38-3 to the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo with young rookie quarterback Kenny Pickett making his first career start in the NFL. Kenny played well. I'm I'm not going to sit here and say I expected the Steelers to win that game because I didn't. I didn't expect the game to necessarily be close. But did I expect them to get trampled like that in embarrassed no Kenny was fine uh, he looked good and look when prefaces he's a rookie quarterback making his first career start I can't have high expectations but you know what I do have high expectations for the rest of the roster I get it we have a very young offense and the defense is injured but that's no excuse your best defensive players hurt okay TJ watch great I know but how could you go out there with that game plan against that team and expect to win or even compete in that game and give your poor quarterback a shot. You went out last week and your defense folded at the end of the game like they have many times in the last couple of years when you needed them and you lost. And I get it. This defense is supposed to be great. It's the highest paid defensive unit in the NFL, but it's not great. It's not good. It's nowhere near good. It is a couple glaring flaws. I get it. TJ's out, but that's no difference. When you pay a defense that much, his defense has got to be better. This particularly against the run. This defense is Swiss cheese against the run. And I get it. Josh Allen's a freak of nature, and he burnt you on a couple plays over the top, and that's fine. That's going to happen. The 98-yard touchdown to Gabe Davis, fluky. The 62-yard touchdown to Gabe Davis, again, great ball, make a good coverage. It's fine. But that stuff can't be happening, and you got to – Give your young rookie quarterback a shot. It's bad enough that you inserted a mid-game last week. Why didn't you just start in that game then? If you really thought that Kenny, that Mitch wasn't giving you a the best chance to win, why would you put him in at halftime? Why would you not prep him the whole week to get in that game? That felt really stupid to me. You were coming off of a short or a long week because you played on a short week on week three against the Browns. Why in the world would you not start Kenny against? the Jets. Instead, you put him in at halftime where he got no first team reps throughout the week and he looked good. I don't care about the three interceptions. He's pushing the ball down the field. He's a risk taker. He's got moxie. That's great. But why in the world is he not starting that game then? Obviously, if you didn't trust Mitch, he should not be starting that football game. Why not ease Kenny in against the Jets? That way he's now had a game under his belt going into this game against the Bills. And don't get me started about the offensive play calling in this game. It was god awful. And Look, Matt Canada is to blame. Absolutely, Matt Canada is horrible. He uh, he's the most predictable offensive coordinator of all time. He stinks. It's run the ball on first down, run the ball on second down. Next thing you know, we're staring at a third and eight because this offensive line gets no push on the run, and because the defense knows when you're going to run. It's so predictable in a league predicated towards offense. This Steelers team is prehistoric. They predicate themselves on being good at defense, but they just allowed 38 points to the Bills, given the Bills are probably the best offense in the league, and I'm not going to discount that. But 
If you're going to predicate yourself as a defensive team, you can't lose like that. Again, I know you're missing TJ Watt, but it doesn't matter. You still have Cam Hayward, Minka Fitzpatrick. You have apparently Devin Bush, who looks like crap. You haven't developed him at all. You have Miles Jack. You paid these guys to be there. And it's really frustrating to watch his team be mediocre year after year. And, you know, this, look, I'll say it now. Tomlin's a great coach, and I'm not doubting that. There's a reason he's never had a losing season. But there's kind of also a reason they only ever won one Super Bowl. He only ever won one Super Bowl with Ben. It's because he's stuck in his old ways. I like Tomlin. I really do. I think he's one of the best coaches in this league. But when your motto is the standard is the standard and you're a pro players coach, which I'm okay with, and I'm fine with your slogan is the standard is the standard, but it's the standard nine and eight, eight and eight, 10 and six, first round exit in the playoffs. Is that the standard that you're setting as a Pittsburgh Steelers coach? Is that really what we're striving for? Is that really it? Because you won an 09 with Ben on a roster that you were gifted by Cower and a quarterback you were gifted. You've never developed a backup quarterback in your career. You are a defensive head coach that had defensive struggles in the years in which the offense was good. They have not, they've been inept to really develop anything other than receivers over the last couple of years in the draft. I don't know. It, it's it's kind of frustrating to me. And look, I've been a Tomlin defender for years. I love him as a coach. But at what point are we going to be out of this phase where we have a defensive head coach in an offensive league? We're at a phase where the whole league's zigging, we're zagging, and it's not going well. The offense has been god awful the last couple of years. You've had no defensive run game or no run game, no defensive run game. The offensive line's been shot. <clears throat> it's just not been good. I don't know how you can keep trotting back out there with the same game plan and say we're going to get sacks and we're hopefully going to turn the ball over. A lot of that stuff's fluky. I know it's a lot of skill to get sacks and turn the ball over, but you can't expect the giveaways at a rate in which the Steelers need them. <coughs> Excuse me. But I I don't get it. I, I mean, look, again, love Tomlin, but do you notice how none of Tomlin's no one under Tomlin's coaching tree is getting job offers, yet under McVay, Andy Reid, guys like that, they're all getting jobs. McVay can't keep an OC because everyone wants to be a piece of McVay. Nobody wants a piece of Tomlin. Nobody's wanted any, really anybody on the Steelers coaching staff has been poached away that many times over the last couple of years. I don't see people lining up for Todd Haley, which I know he got another job, and Randy Thiekner. No one's lining up for that. No one's going to line up for Matt Canada when he gets fired in it. Inevitably. Tomlin has really struggled. He's now had three flops at OC in a row. I know we are all clamoring for Todd Haley. We got maybe it'd be different because of his stupid bubble screens on first and 10. Then you bring in Randy Feekner. That was a disaster. Now you have Matt Canada. This might be even more of a disaster. Look, again, I love Mike Tomlin, but at some point, Offense dominates this league. All the good teams have offensive coaches, maybe with the exception of the Bills. And you notice how the Bills tend to lose close games over the last few years, and they haven't won a real big playoff game in a couple, well, with Josh Allen. Yeah, I know they beat the Ravens a few years ago, but they lost against the Chiefs. They have a defensive head coach. And sometimes, honestly, when I'm watching the Bills, they're too Josh Allen dependent. And you know what it was back in the Steelers in the day? They were way too much of a, they were too, dependent upon Ben Roethlisberger to make the big play. And that 
eroded him so fast that he turned into a dinosaur by the end that couldn't move and didn't have an arm because you expected him to throw up. Ben has three 500-yard career games, known as more, because the Steelers were playing these games where they expected him to throw the ball 50-some times because they didn't have any other options. And it's because you really, other Le'Veon Bell was great, yes, but he fell into your lap. But Rashad Mendenhall is a first-round pick. He didn't really turn out to be anything. You've really struggled with Najee. I love Najee Harris. I think he's a phenomenal player, but he's getting very little run. Well, not meaning he's not getting the ball, but he's not getting yards. They're rushing. They rushes up the middle and gets a yard or two. I think today he had 12 rushes for 21 yards or something like that because you have no push. Your play calling's awful. And I'm not, a lot of it does go into Canada because you're the one calling plays, but a lot of it goes on to Tomlin too because as Tomlin is the coach, You've got to know when to move on, and you've been really indecisive on when to make a big decision. You wouldn't bench Mitch until week four because you promised him a starting job, even though it was pretty obvious that Kenny was the better quarterback. You never gave Kenny a fair run. and never gave him the first team reps that he deserved in practice. You never pulled the trigger on some big change. It's always been same old, same old. We dealt with Ben at the end who couldn't throw the ball down the field when there might have been better options on the market. And give it, I love Ben Roethlisberger, but if you want to win football games, he probably wasn't the best option for your team. And genuinely, I don't really know what this Steeler team expects to get necessarily because let's look at the teams at the top of this league and the teams that have realistic shots to win the Super Bowl, like the Chiefs, the Bills, the Rams. Right now, the Eagles look great. Teams like that, the Niners, I'm probably leaving some teams off. The Chargers have aspirations to a degree. The Raiders are supposed to be a good team. So are the Broncos. The Vikings are. But a lot of them are, almost all of them are driven by offensive coaches. The Bengals, prime example. The Bengals, who have been in turmoil for all these years in this crappy division that Tomlin has dominated. And to be fair, that's great on him. You've dominated the Cleveland Browns. Phenomenal. The Cleveland Browns are the worst-run franchise. Commanders have a shot. In all professional sports. Is it an achievement that Ben beat them all those times? I don't know. How bad the Browns are and how bad the Bengals have been. And then you've seen the ups and downs of the Ravens with their injuries last year. Is it that big of a deal that you keep beating these teams? Because they didn't beat them when they were good. They lost both games to the Bengals last year when they went to the Super Bowl. They lost to the Ravens a lot those years that the Ravens were really good at making AFC championship games. Well, the Steelers were bowing down the first round or missing the playoffs completely. This Steelers team, it you had so much opportunity with the Killer Bees, with Ben, a generational receiver in Antonio Brown you got in the six, a generational running back in Bell who you got late. One of the best offensive lines in football that I've seen. Did you look at the Chiefs? The Chiefs in that Super Bowl against the Bucs, their offensive line fell apart. What they do? They completely rebuilt it in one offseason, and they look great again. They lost Tyreek Hill in the offseason, and they look fine. Didn't miss a beat. I get it. You have the best quarterback in football, but you didn't miss a beat. Andy Reid won games with Alex Smith. And if you're going to put Tomlin in this category of one of the top coaches in the league, he's got to do stuff like Andy Reid. I get it. He's not an offensive coach, but I think that's the issue. These young quarterbacks develop so much better with offensive coaches than defensive ones. Look at the steps that Trevor Lawrence has taken this year. I, given I know he just took a loss, but 
Look at the steps he's taken with Doug Peterson. Look at the steps that maybe Justin Fields hasn't taken this year due to having Matt Eberflus, a defensive coach. Look at Kirk Cousins playing better this year now that he's an offensive coach. Look at that offense. I think the Vikings are a very good comp to the Steelers. The Vikings, for years, have had one of the best rosters in the NFL, and no one's doubted that. They've now rebuilt the offensive line. They have two great receivers, one generational, one a great running back. And I would say Kirk Cousins is a great quarterback, but he wins football games for them. Why? Because they are well-coached. They weren't last year with Mike Zimmer, a defensive coach who seemed to be getting phased out of the NFL. And now look at him with Kevin O'Connell. They look a lot different. They look a lot more explosive. That's, I hate to say, but that's what the Steelers need is a bit of a shot in the arm. I'm not saying you fire Mike Tomlin. That's not what I'm saying. It's, you got to fire Canada at the end of the year. And if Tomlin doesn't hire the right OC, that might be his, that might be it for him. I might be crazy in saying I would consider maybe moving on from Tomlin. I love him. I love Mike Tomlin. Hall of Fame coach. There's a reason he's never had a losing season. However, there is a reason why he's only ever won one Super Bowl. This league has moved so offensive predicated. Look at the rules. Look at how everyone's protected, given the refs didn't help Kenny Pickett today at all. And it was great to see James Daniels lay out that, that Bill's corner who hit Pickett. And that's great to see that they defend their guy. They believe in Pickett. Have you seen the comments about about Pickett from the receivers and everyone talking about them? They love, they like Kenny Pickett. They like him more than Mitch Trubisky, and that's obvious. So it's great. You have your quarterback. And I saw enough today to make a pretty good conclusion that you do. However, you're now that you lost your Hall of Fame quarterback in Ben, now you got to prove yourself as a coach. Look at Bill Belichick. He hasn't really proved much since Brady. Anyone could win with Tom Brady. Bruce Arians did. Todd Bowles is doing so right now. But, and the same thing goes with Ben. But how do you pivot after that? Belichick doesn't look great. I, I know they won today against the Lions, but that team doesn't look great. They have a limited quarterback. And I think Kenny is a better quarterback than Mac Jones. But what are you expecting Kenny Pickett to be? Because look at the quarterbacks that have realistic shots of winning the Super Bowl. Mahomes. Allen, Stafford, Brady, Rodgers. These are gr- the top tier quarterbacks in this league. The, there's only one quarterback, in my opinion, in the elite tier that's not on a team that that is on a team that has missed the playoffs last year, and that would be Justin Herbert. And their teams look interesting this year. And Brent, you notice Brandon Staley is a defensive head coach. All those guys pretty much have offensive head coaches. I know Brady doesn't anymore, and Brady didn't have one with Belichick. And I know Sean McDermott's not an offensive head coach, but you have a generational quarterback again. Don't expect your team to have a generational quarterback. Kenny Pickett's not that. He would have he would have fallen the 20th overall. He's not that big. He's got small hands, but I don't care. He's not that athletic, but he's got a solid arm, not great. He's not Josh Allen. Josh Allen might be the most talented quarterback I've ever seen. And if Buffalo's having borderline success to their expectations with a defensive coach and Josh Allen, they've got to make a couple decisions if they keep losing in the playoffs the next few years. I know the Steelers team is predicated on the standard is the standard. We've only had three coaches since the 60s. But it becomes a point where you're driving your fans mad. And I'm driven mad with it. There might need to be change. And again, I'm not saying fire Tomlin at this moment. But if there is an improvement, and especially maybe by next year, I would highly consider moving off Mike Tomlin. Look at 
to make a Pirates reference here for any uh, other Pittsburgh sports fans. Remember Ray Searage? Ray Searage was the Pirates pitching coach for years. Ray Searage was really good at revitalization projects like Edison Volquez, Jay Happ, A.J. Burnett. You know what he wasn't good at developing? Young pitching. Tyler Glass now, Garrett Cole, Charlie Morton. You know why? Because he had an outdated philosophy. His philosophy was throw two seamers low in the zone. What happens to two seamers low in the zone with high velo pitchers? Not many strikeouts, ineffectiveness. You know what happens when you go to Houston for a couple of those guys or go to Tampa Bay, analytically driven teams with a different mindset of high spin, high octane fastballs at the top of the zone? What happens? Strikeouts, effectiveness, Cy Young Awards. Like The Pirates were outdated. They got caught. And it worked for to a degree, and that's the thing with Tomlin. It's worked when you were gifted a Hall of Fame quarterback. But when you've proven no ability yourself to develop a quarterback, and you obviously haven't, Mason never developed. We saw the the wreck of Landry Jones there for a couple years. I don't know. Like You could win with any, again, I think anyone could have won with Ben. I think anyone could have won with that team in 2009. But the league is different. And if you think that the league is the same, you'll never go anywhere. That's why the Patriots last year, they lost and they got crushed by the Bills in the playoffs because their team, they played like it was the the 1990s, early 2000s when you could have heavy hitters on defense. You didn't make mistakes on offense. You can't do that anymore. You can make mistakes. You have to throw the ball downfield. You got to push the ball down the field. You've got to run the ball effectively. You've got to have play action, different spreads. You have to have playmakers at receiver now. You've got to have corners that can induce turnovers, rush the passer. But you can't have the team in 2009, that Steelers team would not have won now. With the current rules set in the NFL with protecting the quarterback and all going towards offense, that team wouldn't have won. So Tomlin either needs to adapt to the current environment of the NFL and hire a good offensive coordinator and keep developing that offense and take an offensive line into the first round this year and stop paying the defense so much money so you can invest more in that offense to help your young quarterback as much as possible. Or it's over, in my opinion. I mean, ask any Steelers fans. We're we're not satisfied. We're satisfied with championships, not first-round appearances in the playoffs. You know who cares about playoff appearances? The Cleveland Browns, not the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers need to get their act together. And look, maybe am I overreacting to one game? Maybe. But I think I'm not overreacting because of the way the situation's been handled the last couple of years. You refuse to move off an aging Ben who hinted at retirement for years. And given, again, I love Ben Roethlisberger. But then you can't develop your first-round picks. You, You make picks that don't make any sense. Given, again, I love Najee Harris, but why do you take a running back in the first round? You still can't run the ball effectively. It doesn't matter who you have back there, whether it's Najee Harris or Benny Snell. I feel like at this point, they'll do the exact same thing. I think any running back in the NFL could have had 12 carries for 21 yards today. So you're wasting that talent. You've wasted wasted so much talent throughout your tenure as coach. And again, I love you, Mike Tomlin. You are a brilliant head coach and a player's coach to everyone that works that I've heard that is played under you loves you. And that's fine. But I'm not predicated on how much players like you. We want championships in Pittsburgh. We want winning football games. 
We want to continue. We want to go deep into the playoffs. We haven't won a playoff game in years. I think the last playoff game they won is like 2016, something like that. I know they beat the Dolphins, but we lost to the Jags in 17. We didn't make the playoffs in what? what, what 17 with the Jags. 18, they didn't make it. Then you lost to the Browns a couple years ago in 20, and you lost last year to the Chiefs. Look, again, I'm not criticizing you, Mike Tomlin, but maybe I am, but I don't know. I, I need to see something. I need to see a new way of the Steelers instead of this standard is a standard. We play hard-nosed football. We play – no, that's not going to work. You can't play like you did in the 1970s. That, that mindset's outdated as all can be. Adapt to the current league you're playing in or you're gone. Race Eridge of the Pirates is gone because he couldn't do that. Clint Hurdle of the Pirates is gone because he couldn't do that. Embrace what the NFL is nowadays. That's why Bill Belichick's one foot out the door with the Patriots. The greatest coach of all time in many people's minds. And I, I think Tomlin is a phenomenal head coach and a Hall of Famer at that. But until you make the adaption, the league is going to continue to move away from you. And I don't know what you expect Kenny Pickett to develop into to give your this team another chance to win a Super Bowl. Because there, with maybe the exception of the 2017 Eagles, there hasn't been a team in the last 10 years to win a Super Bowl with a non-top 10 quarterback or a great quarter, or may, I'll rephrase it to a top 15 quarterback and the best roster in the NFL around them. And are you really banking on the fact that you can develop Kenny Pickett into maybe a Derek Carr level quarterback and supply him with a great roster around him? A Jimmy Garoppolo level quarterback, even with that great of a roster? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen you develop the offensive line like that. And the defense continues to struggle, and that's the side of the ball that you predicate yourself on and that you're on. And it's very frustrating that you are a defensive head coach and the defense continues to struggle in certain situations. Matt Cannon is not all to blame. He has a lot to blame. Kenny Pickett looks like he's the future, but don't waste it. Kenny Pickett's older already. Give him more starts. I know it's his rookie year, but you got to win while this guy's on his rookie contract or damn near it. Because once he becomes too expensive, he's going to price out the rest of your roster. And unless you're this as rich as the L.A. Rams that you pay out all the signing bonuses, you handcuff yourself with a too expensive a quarterback and a roster that struggles to win. Look at the Arizona Cardinals, for example. You can't supply the rest of the roster with the pieces you need when you pay the quarterback that much. You need to win soon, and you need to nail this next offensive coordinator cycle. I'm like Tomlin. Or if you don't fire Matt Canada, I'll have another podcast ranting about that. Canada needs to be gone after the season, and you need to nail this offensive coordinator, and you need to nail some free agents. I know that's not your job, but the Steelers as a whole need to nail some offensive free agents and nail the draft, or your time is up. I know we don't like firing head coaches, and that's our thing, but there becomes a point where you're going to sit there and be 7-10 7-10 and 10 to 10-7 and seven every single year and barely make the playoffs if you do. And it's going to be infuriating as a fan to watch knowing that you have talent on that team that could possibly lead you to a Super Bowl. Mike Tomlin, Hall of Fame head coach, but you need to figure it out here. This is on the entire Pittsburgh Steelers organization from the top down, our new GM, Omar Khan, to the owner, you guys have your franchise quarterback at this moment by the looks of it. Now don't waste it.
you you got to supply him with a chance to win a Super Bowl because us Pittsburghers will not be satisfied with anything less. I think that's enough said. If you have any questions, reach out. I can answer more on this podcast. But other than that, thank you for listening. Let's see how next week holds out, and I might be coming back on here hot-miking the Pittsburgh Steelers again. Again, thanks for listening. Catch you guys next time.